Ling Vieira podcast, you're coming in hot. The, if you want information on the Moscow murders, which isn't not too many new developments, it's in the beginning of the third segment. So just fast forward 20 minutes and you'll get there. Otherwise, it's other news headlines and everything else. Tell all your friends. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. You're the coolest. Hey, everyone. I'm your host, Bling. It is Wednesday, December 14th. Who wants to get into some news? Sweden. The very first story is Sweden. Excuse me. And I'm making frog sounds right out of the gate. We're going to have some problems today, boys. We have some big problems today. Sweden. Chimps euthanized after escaping from zoo enclosure. Freaking Sweden, man. Stockholm. What's going on in Sweden anyways? I can't even get through the first story without getting all worked up. By the way, yeah, it's a morning show, Wednesday, December 4th. Stockholm AP. Four chimpanzees escaped from their enclosure in a Swedish zoo and roamed freely before being captured and euthanized on Wednesday. According to Swedish media, what sort of diseases were they spreading around there in Stockholm? There's always spillover at some point. From animal to man. From cat to man. If you want to teach a man to fish, feed him for a... But teach a fish to man. Annika Troselius, press spokeswoman for the group that operates the Furuvik Zoo, told the Expressen Daily that the animals had to be euthanized because there was not enough tranquilizer for all of them. There wasn't enough tranquilizer to go around. And those chimpanzees got messed up too. She said that the chimpanzees are strong and dangerous animals and the zoo's main focus is that no human gets hurt. Yeah. Dude, chimpanzees will mess you up. And same with a baboon. A baboon will mess you up even worse, probably. Well, probably be a pretty good fight. I bet you a chimpanzee would mess you up even more. Our genetic backgrounds are very similar with chimpanzees and human beings. Very similar. The missing link. She said that the chimpanzees are strong and dangerous animals, and the zoo's main focus is that no human gets hurt. Troselius told Swedish radio that a fifth chimpanzee is believed to have left its enclosure, though there were... Excuse me, though there were no other immediate details. Wait a minute. There's a fifth one on the loose? Did you guys ever see that movie, Outbreak? Starring, um... Well, Captain Hook, I think it was. Dustin Hoffman. And just an idea. It was unclear how the mammals... And they are mammals. It was unclear how the mammals were able to escape from their enclosure. Are humans mammals? Yeah, we are. Mammals means mammary glands. We mammary glands, you know. We feed on them. Milk. The Furovic Zoo is located near Gavle, 165 kilometers. Freaking Sweden, you already know. You guys already know where the Furovic Zoo is, Sweden. How far away it is from Stockholm, north of Stockholm. And it's 100 miles north of Stockholm. The Furovic Zoo is located near Galva. 165 kilometers or 100 miles north of Stockholm. And had seven chimpanzees. Hold on. Hold on a second. And then again, I have to clear my throat sometimes. And then, of course, I start making frog sounds. The Furovic Zoo is located near Gavle, 165 kilometers north of Stockholm, and had seven chimpanzees. It is part of an amusement park, according to the park's webpage. It is also the only primate research station in the Nordic countries. Freaking Sweden, man. Leave it. You know what? Leave it up to Sweden. So let me get my headphones off. Monitor over the ear monitors. Alaska law officer killed in Muskox attack outside his house. 
Juneau, Alaska. A court services officer with the Alaska State Troopers died Tuesday after being attacked by a muskox outside his home near Nome, the agency said. Curtis Warland was trying to scare away a group of muskox from near a dog kennel at his home when one of the animals attacked him, according to a statement from the troopers that said Warland has declared, was declared dead at the scene. Yeesh. Court services officers are law enforcement officers that provide prisoner transport services. Courthouse security and court document service troopers spokesperson Austin McDaniel said. He could not immediately say how many animals were part of the group that Warland was trying to keep away. The Alaska State Troopers, Alaska Wildlife Troopers, and State Department of Fish and Game are investigating. Mux oxen are stocky, long-haired animals with slight shoulder humps and horns and can weigh up to 800 pounds or 363 kilograms Sweden, according to, yeah, that department. Hey guys, what's the capital of Alaska? Do I have more of this story? Hey guys, what's the capital of Alaska? Anyone? I don't know, Alaska. <laughs> Exam finds it's Juno, I'm pretty sure. It's not, um, it's not Anchorage. I think it's Juno. But Anchorage, I think, is the most populous, but I think Juno is, uh, well, anyways, Alaska. Exam finds famed LA mountain lion may have been hit by car. This is a sad story, this takes me off too. Los Angeles, AP, the famous Hollywood roaming mountain lion known as P-22, is drastically underweight and was probably struck and injured by a car, wildlife experts who conducted a health examination on the big cat said Tuesday. Yeah, he looks pretty tore up, man. The male cougar whose killing of a leashed dog has raised concerns about his behavior probably won't be released back into the wild and could be sent to an animal sick or, or euthanized. Please don't kill the freaking cat. Like, he, he ate a dog or attacked a dog to survive. Like, it's a tough cat. Like, don't just kill it. Let him live out his life. The rest, just rehabilitate him. Let him, li- let him live out his life. He's a dangerous animal, but please. He made it this far. He wore a freaking collar around his neck. For how many years? To be tracked and stuff? Let him live. Jeez Louise. Depending on its health. Well, I guess if it's suffering and can't, yeah. I guess euthanize it if it's suffering. Nobody's taking that kind of decision lightly. Good. They shouldn't. Spokesperson Jordan Traverso said during a video conference, he added, the agency understands the importance of this animal to the community and to California, and we recognize the sadness of it. Good. It was captured and tranquilized on Monday. Do I have more on this? <clears throat> In the trendy Las Feliz neighborhood near his usual hunt, haunt of Griffith Park. They call it a hunter haunt. Usual haunt of Griffith, Griffith Park. An island of wilderness and picnic areas in the midst of Los Angeles urban sprawl. That's cool. Griffith Park. State and federal wildlife officials announced last week that they were concerned the aging cat may be exhibiting signs of distress due in part to aging, knowing the animal needed to be studied to determine what steps to take. Tuesday's examination found the cat had an eye injury, probably received from being hit by a car, and more tests would be conducted to determine if the animal suffered additional head trauma. Could have. Could have. A computerized tomography scan is scheduled for later this week to look into other possible chronic health issues that may have caused his decline. P-22 was first captured in 2012. For 10 years, he wore this thing around his neck. P-22 was first captured in 2012 and fitted with the GPS tracking collar as part of the National Park Service study. The, co- the cougar is regularly recorded on security camps strolling through residential areas near Griffith Park. P-22 is believed to be about 12 years old, making him the oldest Southern California cougar currently being studied. 
Most mountain lions live about a decade. See, just let him live, man. But if he's older, yeah, and he's suffering, and he got hit by a car, he probably just like, I can't see out of this eye. Old Hob. Like a real-life old Hob. That's his name in Ninja Turtles. This is an old cat. And old cats get old cat diseases, Clifford. Any of us who had cats at home have seen this. We're working through all of the, those issues, and we'll, we'll take a totality of the findings into account to make the best decision we can for the cat. Yeah, P-22 usually hunts deer and coyotes, but in November, the National Park Service confirmed that the cougar attacked and killed a chihuahua mix that was being walked in the narrow streets of Hollywood Hills. Yeah, well, it's attacking. The cougar is also suspected of attacking another chihuahua. It just goes after chihuahuas. P-22 has lived much of his life in Griffith Park, crossing two major freeways to get there. He was the face of a campaign to build a wildlife crossing over a Los Angeles area freeway. He have big cats, coyotes, deer, and other wildlife a safe path to the nearby Santa Monica Mountains, where they have room to roam. Ground was broken this year on the bridge, which will stretch 200 feet over the U.S. 101. Con- US 101. Construction is expected to be completed by 2025. <sighs> How much time do I have in this segment? Just one more minute? Well, I can talk about last night a little bit more. And continue to give you my two cents about the cat. Like, if it's 12 years old, it's been wearing a collar. I think the humane thing to do, of course, is if it's suffering and if, if it's got an eye injury and shit, like, it's probably hurt. It's attacking chihuahuas because it, it just needs food to survive, right? And it's just like, I'm going to go for the easy stuff. I can't even see out of this eye. I got hit by a car. Like, I got jacked. I'm just going to go after the chihuahuas. And at, you get a little bit older. Those animals get older. They get a little bit confused, I'm sure, too. But it's a healthy cat, man. 12-year life. I don't know. Thoughts and prayers, I guess. Go out to the cat. Look, I love people, too. But I am really appreciative of animals. And a cat that's being studied for 10 years like that, wearing a collar for 10 years, you have to show it some respect. I mean, it's, it's probably given you so much data of, like, just the behavioral patterns of the cat alone. Like, the mountain lions alone... In the area, you have to respect it and you have to give it, like, respect. Here we are, second segment. Yeah, I don't have anything else to add about the cat, at least not in this segment or for right now. We're going to continue the news and then maybe I'll talk about, make some frog sounds and talk about stuff later. Worker dies after fall at World Cup Stadium in Qatar. Doha, Qatar. A security guard died, sec- excuse me, correction, Doha, Qatar, AP. A security guard died after suffering a fall at a World Cup stadium in Qatar, tournament organizer said on Wednesday. The Supreme Committee said that John Njau Kibu fell at Lucille Stadium on Saturday. He was taken to the hospital and put in intensive care, but died on Tuesday, the organizer said in a statement. The security staff at stadiums is largely made up of migrant workers, particularly from Kenya and other African nations. The Supreme Committee did not specify Kibu's nationality. His family was informed and the organizers are investigating the circumstances leading to the fall as a matter of urgency. There was no match at Lucille Stadium on Saturday. The venue will host the final on Sunday between Argentina and the winner of the France-Morocco semifinal. Since being named as host of this year's World Cup, Qatar has come under intense scrutiny over conditions for over 2 million migrant workers who work in the country in everything from construction jobs to service industries. Rights groups say workers face unsafe conditions at work, including extreme heat that has caused deaths, as well as exploitation by employers, despite reforms instituted by Qatari. All employers exploit workers. 
That's how it works. You sacrifice your life, become a slave, and yeah, the time you'll never be able to get back, um, years of your life down the drain just to have a roof over you, just to have a little bit of food. Yeah, you get exploited. They have, they, you build a stadium for them, and then you die. Qatari officials say stronger regulations over work conditions have been imposed under the reforms. They say three workers died in workplace accidents connected to the construction of new stadiums for the World Cup over the past decade, along with 37 other stadium workers who died outside. Well, make some frogs sounds like I said. Keep reading, I guess. U.S. storm brings tornadoes, blizzard-like conditions, to dead. Dallas AP, a destructive storm ripping across the U.S., spawned tornadoes that killed a young boy and his mother in Louisiana and threatened the South with more severe weather Wednesday. Meanwhile, the huge storm system delivered blizzard-like conditions to the Great Plains and was expected to push more snow and ice into Appalachia and New England. In northern Louisiana, the boy was found dead in a wooded area more than half a mile from his home. In the Keithville area, where a violent storm struck overnight just south of Shreveport. My gosh. More than half a mile? Just swept... Oh, my... Shreveport, Cato, Parish Sheriff Steve Parish said. The child's mother was later found dead around 2.30 a.m. Wednesday, one street over from her home. Oh, my gosh. The child's father reported them missing from their home, which the sheriff said was demolished in the snow. Oh, my gosh. We couldn't even find the house that he was describing with the address. Everything was gone. I think that's all the news I have, actually. In Farmerville, Louisiana, about 90 miles to the east of Keithville, about 20 people were taken to a hospital, some with critical injuries after a tornado caused major damage to mobile homes and an apartment complex. I'm half a mile, this kid, this boy, man, this child. Just like, what's that noise? The house is shaking. What are we going to do? And just like, ah, I'm in the air now. And I'm going to land a half mile away. Oh, jeez. That poor, that poor, that's like a nightmare. And the mom is on the next street over, just like, she's, wow, how frantic. At least they're probably together now in heaven. Because that kind of thing, I don't know. Well, the cat, the, the cougar, I hope, makes a good recovery, but I do understand it might be time for it to, to put it down. It just might be. Um, it might be like the humane thing to do. Although I, that's a hard call to make, man. I've, I've mentioned this before with pets and putting pets down and just like they become a part of the family. You love them so much. And the cougar is a part of the community, I would say. I think if people are like, oh, there's a cougar, watch out for the cougar. Like warn the kids and stuff, keep the dogs inside. Like they have a responsibility to, as pet owners too to, to protect their animals. But as long as everyone's aware that there's a cougar on the, you know, comes down these streets and stuff looking for food, like... Yeah, it's a part of the community, I think. It's not attacking human beings. Sure, it might attack some chihuahuas, but... Like, we have to... Um, be cohesive with wildlife. We have to work interchangeably. We have to cooperate with wildlife, I think, and realize, like, yeah, it's their right to live just as much as like our right to live. As human beings, yeah, we probably have a little bit more leverage on who, who who says who lives and who doesn't when it comes to comparing, like, animal lives and human being lives. Um, of course, like, I, I think everyone would, would agree that there's more value in a human being's life 
even over like yeah an endangered species um even if that human being's a like a piece of human trash i think people would still side with the human being just be, yeah i think it's just something that we do and um i don't know if that's necessarily fair for other animals to to have that sort of bias as a human a bill bill scare me out of the bathroom coming out of the bathroom boom get rid of that guy put him euthanize him please tall lanky guy with the beard and into football and just waits by the boom waiting by the bathroom put him to sleep euthanize him first that's my vote hey buddy time to leave like i thought this store was closed there's no there's no one even you guys aren't selling anything i'm just sitting here in my sleeping bag time to go buddy Hey, buddy, time to move on. It's like, what? Okay, I guess. Thanks. Yeah, let's switch the topics really quick. I can talk about last night. Well, all right, yeah, we'll get into last night. Um, I was a little bit drunk. A lot drunk. I tend to fall in love really quickly when I'm a lot drunk like that. So, I'm not proud of it. Well, I'm proud of oh, whatever. It's an episode I might unpublish, so listen to it while you can. It's how to talk to women, the female species. Let me tell you a little something about women. I don't know how to talk to women. Like I said in that episode, the best pickup line is probably like, Hi, my name's Bling. My name is fill in the blank. Whatever your name is. I was talking to a family member yesterday, a um, long-lost relative. And I said, yeah, like, I'm an old man. And I still think I'm, what, 25, 24? At least I think mentally, I, or I'm, I'm more mature as far as like mentally and uh behavior wise i'm I'm way more mature than i was when i was an idiot 25 year old however i still feel like my body is is more or less the same as when i was 25 which is not true my body's decrepit i'm breaking down it's not what it used to be if i eat let's say pizza before bed i guess the the uh, from what my relative was telling me the um tomato sauce the acid in the tomatoes like it it causes a disruption, I guess. Or not irritable bowel. No, it's not like that. It's not a disruption. Eruption. That's not like that. No, stop. It's not like that. Stop. Stop, man. Stop. Hissing in my ear. Hiss, hissing in my ear. Stop hissing. No. So it's like, stop. Just freaking stop. Thank you. It's like I'm a young man except I'm old. And in my head, it's a young man, but in, in real life, it's old. But I'm, I, I'm not that old just yet. And I was talking about this last night. Like, there's still this window of time to where it's like, okay, um, what's his name? Did, did you ever see that movie um, Knocked Up? Is it called Knocked Up with Seth, what's his face, Rogan? Look, I saw that movie. Uh, Paul, is it Paul Rudd? It's Paul Rudd, right? She says, I, in that movie, I'm pretty sure it's in the movie. One of the actresses says, like, when I get older, I start to break down. I get all saggy or whatever. Like, I get less attractive. As she ages, she gets less attractive, according to her. I think she's pretty myself, but whatever. The actress that said it. She, her body starts to not, in her opinion, gets less attractive. And she goes, but the older he gets, the more handsome he gets. Like, he gets older, he gets more handsome. I get older, I start to break down. Some guys have that Paul Rudd being a perfect example, I think. 
freaking handsome. Wasn't he in Moromi on Juliet? Or is that Titanic? Was it Titanic? Someone was, was he the villain in Titanic? I think he was in Romeo and Juliet as the astronaut, wasn't he? The handsome back then, Claire Danes, Leonardo DiCaprio, and, you know, big hit movie, freaking William Shakespeare, for crying out loud. I think I'm going to get into this third segment with some more news. I apologize. Moscow murders Tuesday marks one month since stabbing near campus. Police said rumors have had unfortunate impacts on those closest to Moscow. MPD Captain Roger Lanier added victims' friends have received death threats. Okay, the the police department need Moscow, Idaho, Tuesday marks one month since the stabbing attack that claimed the lives of four students near campus at the University of Idaho. In its latest update, the Moscow Police Department, MPD, asked the public to stay focused on the official facts. Yeah, like the police are trying to cover it up. Released by police. Oh, stay focused on... Okay, this is in quotation marks. Stay focused on the official facts, end quote, released by police. Stay focused on the official facts. Yeah, we'll tell you what to believe. In a news release Tuesday, Moscow police said it has received tips based on rumors and speculation rather than official case information due to swirling ideas surrounding the investigation. Well, how about this, Moscow police? Maybe find a suspect. Or maybe find a weapon here. Maybe not be contradicting yourselves. And then no one will come up with speculation that you guys are behind it and trying to cover it up. A 20-year-old Ethan Chapin from Conway, Washington. 21-year-old Madison Mogan from Cor Deline. 20-year-old Zana Kernadel from Post Falls. And 21-year-old Kaylee Goncalves from Rathdrum were all pronounced dead on November 13th from a homicidal stabbing at a house on King Road. In a press release video posted Tuesday, MPD Captain Roger Lanier reflected on the events of Sunday, November 13th, and his reaction to the first reports of what happened on... It was hard. It took me a second. I really had to think about what I just heard. Four murders in Moscow, Idaho, is so out of character, Lanier said. Once I got over the initial shock, I knew I was coming to the station, so I drove in and everyone just kind of fell into a roll. That was all hands on deck moment. It became fairly apparent when I got to the scene that we were going to need resources outside of just what the Moscow Police Department could provide. Lanier said the conflicting information has had an unfortunate impact on the victim's family. Students at the University of Idaho and friends of the four killed one month ago. Lanier said some of the victim's friends have received death threats. On Monday, Lanier also said based on some news tips, Moscow police have been re-interviewing people a part of the case. In order to clarify some of the information police have been receiving, yeah, like the police are behind it. Maybe the police should interview themselves. Many videos have su- been submitted to the FBI digital tip line, Lanier said, including videos from gas stations in the area around King Road. Lanier called the massive amount of tips a daunting task that police have many analysts to handle. Yeah, we've been trying to use those videos to garner new information. There's hours and hours of video. Police are also interested in a 2011-2013 white Hyundai Elantra with an unknown license plate. Lanier said that that they believe the car was in the area at the time of the murders and the occupants of the car may have seen something. MPD is looking to speak with whoever was in the car that night. I bet you that car. How about this for a tip and speculation? I bet you that car is in a storage unit. Just parked in a storage unit. And the storage unit is down. And that is that. Or it's in a garage somewhere. And no one's going to drive that car for a long time. 
Police are also withholding information they have in order to refrain from compromising the investigation. We're keeping that information safe. Yeah, because you're responsible, right? We owe that to the families and we owe that to the victims. We want more than just an arrest. We want a conviction. Well, Lanier warns people in the video to stay away from propagating rumors and information that has not been confirmed by police. Because the police are... <clears throat> it is very, very frustrating for investigators. It makes it hard to stay on track. Yeah, it makes, makes it hard to keep your lies straight. Police are still accepting tips through their tip line and encourage anyone with any information to come forward. Anything could break this open for us. Yeah, expose you, Lanier said. There's still no suspect. Tip line 208-883-7180. The following resources are committed to the investigation. Six detectives, five support staff, and a communications team. All right, that's Moscow Police Department. The, federal, the FBI has 46 investigators in Moscow and located throughout the United States. Okay, is it in Moscow or is it in the United States? Two behavior analy- analysis unit investigators. Well, there you go. Get me on that team. Two behavior analysis unit investigators. Get me on that team, man. Idaho State Police, 13 investigators in Moscow, 15 uniformed troopers assisting with community patrols. Good. Excellent. ISP Forensic Services. Watch more coverage. Those poor students, man. How terrible. How sad. I'm telling you, it's so fishy. The fact that they're saying, well, we have to wait for official details from police. Don't believe anyone else. <laughs> Just believe us. We don't have a suspect. We contradicted our story. And there's actually, a, the public is actually in danger. There's actually a pretty big danger to the public right now because we have nothing. Even though last week we said, no, everything's fine. We're going right on top of it. Idiots. Yeah, okay, so the police are guilty then, right? Like, give me a break, man. Dang it. Get all worked up sometimes. I should probably make another cup of coffee. Get this vape vape pen, this e-cigarette. Dude, it's this e-cigarette. Behavior analysis team, dude, I would... I could probably teach them a thing or two when it comes to behavior. Like, okay, they're guilty. They're guilty. They're following me. They're trying to kill me in my sleep. That's one of them. That's one of them. They're guilty, guilty, guilty. The police are guilty. That cop is guilty. That police officer is guilty. They're trying to cover it up. She's guilty. He's guilty. That police department is guilty. Guilty, guilty. No, no, no. Do it. Do it slowly. Do it. Do it sexy. The whole police department's guilty, if you want my opinion on it. I know firsthand what university police are like. The University of Utah, which is just one state below. We are in proximity here of University of Idaho. And there was students murdered on campus here. um, Or very close to campus. That were actual students let's not forget that, who were murdered, a carjacking shot to death. Um, ex-boyfriend stalking you and then just coming on campus and like shooting you in the parking lot where you're talking to your mom on the cell phone. That kind of stuff. And, and it's like year after year, University of Utah police do nothing. And I'll tell you my firsthand experience with the University of Utah police. I try to report people following me and whether or not there are people actually following me the, the police did not take my report seriously and they didn't care. And it, it's, they're patronizing in such an insensitive, like just cruel fashion and manner. Their behavior, 
uh, their demeanor, their, their, their conduct. It was, mis- it was police m- misconduct, if you ask me. I know that there's something fishy going on with the University of Utah police and its staff, the, the, some of the students there, all of it. It's so corrupt and infected over there in Utah because everyone is so, like, just stupid <laughs> up there. No one's paying attention to anything. And when you do try and report something, I'm being followed. They're following me. He's trying to break into my car. The cops show up and they're like, nah, he's not. He wasn't trying to break into your car. I was like, I saw this dude trying to break into my doing something to the door. Hit a striped shirt and a bald head. I emailed you guys about it. Glasses, striped shirt, bald head, older man. I emailed you guys about it like an hour previous. And then I go outside. I see the same guy like walking back from the parking lot grinning at me. It's like, what the hell? Like, okay, let me call the police here. The police show up. He's he's supposed to be here. The the 15 minutes late, they drive right past me. They drive right past me. Like, I'm telling you, the most stalkers of all colleges in Utah are from the University of Utah. It's hand in hand here. That's why there's the most stalkers is because the police are like letting it happen. They're probably getting some cash or something under the table or they're part of it. If you think about it in that light, Kaylee Goncalves said she had a stalker to her family and friends. She goes into a business. There's two guys just standing there, standing around there. One goes inside after she goes inside the business. She comes out. The guy comes out. And they, and they interviewed him. And they said, oh, they're not suspects. They're just there to pick up women. That's what they're there for. And she said she had a stalker, right? Yeah. And he just went in after them. Yep, they're good, though. I checked them out. They're fine. Okay. Well, keep up the good detective work there, guys. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean they're guilty, but that's there's something there. There's something there. And if if they're following her around, like, can we get on top of this a little bit better, please? But they won't. The University of Idaho police are probably in on it. They're probably told about it and they didn't do anything about it because they didn't take it seriously. And now that it's a huge Huge liability for the university. It's massive. Millions of dollars. Like, it's a big deal. The liability of the university for not taking people's complaints or um, statements seriously. And being followed. I have a stalker. Please help me. Do something. They're trying to break in my car. No, they're not. I can promise you he's not trying to break into your car. Can you promise me that? How? You were here, you saw it, or you just believe him more than I, you believe me. Why is that, I wonder? He's not trying to break into your car. We just passed right by you. You're the first person I saw when I drove to the parking lot. We just passed right by you. You're taking photos of stuff anyways. I checked them out. They're good. They're not students here, but whatever. It's a student, it's a student apartment. It's fine. University of Utah police are corrupt. University of Idaho police are corrupt. They don't take your complaints seriously. They don't take your statements seriously. And then when you die because you have stalkers or some weird shit happens, killed in your sleep, you get killed in your sleep from saying the wrong thing, from interacting with the wrong person, clicking the wrong link, the wrong text message, just some dumb shit. You get targeted and you get killed in your sleep. 
there's no witnesses. You, it all happens so fast. When I wake up, the first 30 minutes after I wake up, I'm, lo- I'm Fruit Loopies. Uh, it's Fruit Loops over here. It's Fruit Loopies for me. I can't talk to anyone the first 30 minutes of waking up. I can't interact with people the first 30 minutes of waking up. Unless it's like a bus driver. Or a freaking car ride. You blame VR? Yep. That's all. That's it. If I try to talk to people 30 minutes after waking up, it's either me being super freaking pissed and like upset about what I, I don't know. I'm just freaking grumpy and mad because I'm still in like dreamland, I guess. Or I'm extremely happy and like euphoric, ecstatic, excited to be alive another day. It's either one of those two. There's usually not a happy middle there. It's usually I'm, I hate you. I'm pissed. I hate you. Or I love you to death. You're my favorite person in the world. Okay, let's spend more time together. It's either those two. I hate you. I want, I want. I don't want to spend. An, I don't want to see you for another second. Can we just spend the whole day together, please? Can we just spend a couple hours together? Can we just like go? Let's send each other messages on Snapchat. Let's send each other voice snaps, and then just listen to them together all day long. You want to? I do. Please. I hate you. I can't stand you. I can't wait to freaking move out of here. I can't wait to freaking not see you ever again. I hope you die. Goodbye. Forever. I can't wait to spend the rest of my life with you. I am... I love you so much. Like You're all I think about all day long. And it's like... I can't stop thinking about you. It's, all like, it's like you're on my mind all day. And like I just want to spend the entire day with you. I'm going to call in sick. I'm going to call in sick today. Hold my hand. Come here. Let's, let's cuddle. I'm going to call in sick today. I'm going to spend the whole day with you because I love you so much. And I'm just going to hold hands and just cuddle in the bed all day and just let it rain outside all day. I'll make some coffee. I'll just cuddle up and I'll read you a book. It'll be like Princess Bride where the grandpa comes over and just re- I'll read you a book. The whole day I'll just read and you can record it and then we can listen to it again and again. <sighs> I'm going to call in sick real quick. Hang on. I'll be right back, babe. Okay. That's me 30 minutes after waking up. It's You either get one of those two and it's, it's usually me being pissed because the world sucks and so do people. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. Make sure to check out How to Talk to Women episode, the episode from last night, because I'm probably going to not publish it or unpublish it or just take it down. So get it while you can. Some of these episodes are going to go bye-bye. It's going to be bonus material. And just look into the police. Will the FBI look into the University of Idaho police, please? Because one of them was probably dating them or a girl probably said something to a police officer, like there's someone stalking me and the cop didn't take her seriously or was trying to hit on her or something. Something. Look into the University of Idaho Police, please. And those other Gailey Kaylee Goncalves is. Thanks so much for listening. You guys are the coolest. Make sure to tell your friends too. If you're even slightly entertained or had a slight chuckle, thanks again. You guys are the coolest. Good luck to you. Sure, in last night's episode, it was like 50 minutes long, and I forgot to put in. I was a little bit drunk. I'm not gonna lie, last night I was a little bit effed up, I was a little bit drunk. What? I get I was I get drunk sometimes. I do. I I was Twitter pated, I was excited, I didn't know what to do. <clears throat> I was in heat, I was hot. But I think I forgot 
I think I forgot that I was fertile. No, I forgot to put in the second segment, even in last night's episode. That's how excited I was. So you can imagine what that's like. It's a bonus material. I, I might unpublish the other. Look, I've probably talked about it in length in this episode already. I'll probably unpublish it and then publish it again as like bonus material later on. Or maybe I'll publish the, the, lost, the lost version and just republish the whole same thing. Same thing. Twice. Publish it twice. Get, get Jeff Goldblum in here. Get the net. We can't get the net. We can't get Apple computers and order a pizza online. We can't do it. It's too late. We got to go back. It's Jeff Goldblum. Must go faster. Must go faster. Objects in mirror are closer than they have. Must go faster. When dinosaurs ruled the earth, Jeff Goldblum, everyone. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. No, but yeah, it's my, excuse me. It might be something. I mean, I'll publish it again. Who knows? here next to the Keurig coffee machine. Yeah, we've got a Dunkin' Donuts holiday blend in the mix, and it's on full blast. We're going here. Listen to that. Just listen to that. So next is going to be Don Francisco's Hawaiian hazelnut in the mix. After I pour some milk in this, and then get, get some, pour some milk, get some milk. I'm not, no, it's not. If that's not how it sounds, I'm going to go to the bathroom. It's not. We're done. We're done. Get some milk. Get some milk. Now we're doing Don Francisco's. I just basically chugged like a whole cup of coffee and I feel so much better. I was pretty drunk last night. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, it smells so good. I can't wait. I can't wait.